We want people to feel comfortable and know that, you know, if they want to go somewhere else, uh, if they don't like working with us, they can, and, and that's not a problem. We totally understand that sometimes personalities are Hey, I'm Blake, and this is the Content Plus Commerce Podcast, presented by Engine Ecommerce, the only podcast for people building successful online stores. From agency life to being a lone freelancer, we'll be bringing you weekly content full of best practices and in-the-trenches advice. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another awesome episode of Content Plus Commerce from Engine. Today, we have Brandon with New Ethic. How are you today, Brandon? Great. Thanks, Blake. Good. Awesome. I'm excited to have you on the podcast. So first question we always dig into, give me some background on your agency. Tell me maybe the founding story and how you guys got to where you are today. Okay. Yeah. So the name of the business is called New Ethic and uh, the found, it was founded in 2010. And the reason for that is the, uh, the guy that started the company, he had been working for several other agencies that had their own proprietary CMS platforms, similar to uh, WordPress. Um, but uh, he had worked with a lot of different clients and he just got frustrated with uh, clients getting upset and having problems with their CMS system. They would uh, want to change their website over and uh, the company would tell them, no, good luck. If you want your domain, um, you'll have to buy it from us. And so they would literally hold everything hostage from the clients, which was very unethical and, and just not, not nice at all. So uh, he thought that was unethical and decided to uh, start his own business where uh, he would focus on um, ethics and open source and uh, allowing people uh, keys to the kingdom and just letting us do the development work and uh, they had full access and rights to their um, servers and to setup and CMS and just gave them the full access to everything, which was in, you know, 10 years ago, that was kind of a, kind of the trend was everybody was trying to keep them, uh, I would say in more of a proprietary platform, proprietary systems. And so we went uh, from one, one business to another doing the exact same thing, even though they said they weren't. So he created new ethic to, uh, make people happier and that's why it's named new ethic that's so. awesome i i always love when there's like a story or an event that influences the way a company gets named that's that's fantastic yeah and it's it's it just kind of goes with who we are um gives us kind of a a value a core core belief that uh we want people to feel comfortable and know that you know if they want to go somewhere else, uh, if they don't like working with us, they can, and, and that's not a problem. We totally understand that sometimes personalities aren't a great fit, and sometimes they are. Uh, we haven't lost many clients just because we're very open and uh, transparent with the way we do things, and it's been a good thing for us. Yeah, that's super refreshing uh, in, a, in a world that seems so cutthroat so, so many times. Like, that's it's fantastic. So let's get into, like, building e-com sites and building sites for your clients. Talk to me some about some of the tools you guys use and maybe why those are your, your favorite tools that you use. Yeah, we really like to uh, focus in, on uh, Magento and BigCommerce. We do Shopify as well as um, WooCommerce. <clears throat> We've been using uh, Magento since... 2010 and back then it was it was the platform and pretty much one of the best platforms out there to build a site on it still is great for customization 
but uh, overall, we, we broaden our scope of uh, platforms just to meet everybody's needs. Uh, Magento is not, not a, the platform for every customer out there. A small business does really well with either a, a big commerce or a Shopify platform. If they have some simple products, uh, easy to get set up, it's, it's easy to get them set up with something like Shopify in a quick, um, cost-effective way. Magento is a little more difficult uh, to manage on a maintenance perspective. And so we use all these different platforms for different reasons. Um, but we've specialized in Magento for nine plus years and big commerce. We started working with them about two years ago um, because we saw a need for a simpler site and easier to maintain. And uh, same with Shopify and WooCommerce. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you guys kind of have a uh, a, a platform and a set of tools that kind of crosses the the wave of e-commerce we saw kind of happen about ten years ago, where it did it was a little more custom in like the Magento 1.0 era, and then players like BigCommerce and Shopify came along with like kind of larger this app store model. So it's cool to see an agency that's behaving in kind of both ponds. Uh, it's nice to have kind of uh, two different ways of approaching and tackling client problems. Yeah, and it's been good for us because we do. There's there are certain clients that they're manufacturing. They need custom solutions. Um, they need e ERP integrations or CRM integrations that you just don't get out of the box. And then we have uh, business to consumer clients that have a very simple uh, need, and they just want to sell product online. They don't have a huge need for backend accounting software systems to integrate to and. Um, they can connect with the Shopify apps and it's just easy, easy to turn apps off and on with Shopify and uh, connect things quickly. Um, whereas with Magento, it's very customized and time consuming to connect with those kind of things. So we play in both worlds because there is a space for, for each of them, right? Everybody has a different need and I can't say Shopify's the solution for everyone and Magento is not the solution for everyone. So we just try to fill out what, uh, what the customer's needs are and find the best platform to fit them. Yeah. Yeah, completely. I think it's a, it's a great approach to have more than one type of tool in your belt. Now, one thing I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, when we get to like Shopify's um, app store, one of the things that kind of is kind of getting controversial about it in my mind, when I look at it, like recommending it as a platform to brands, uh, the, the app store almost seems to be getting full of almost copycat style applications. So I would love if you would share with our audience, maybe if, if you have any thoughts or opinions on how to navigate, like which of the sale top bar apps do I choose or which of the 15 uh, color swatch apps do I choose? How do you guys navigate that? Yeah, that's a good question, right? Uh, it comes down to Shopify's in the business for reoccurring revenue. Um, and that's one thing that's that's great for Shopify, but I don't think it's necessarily the best thing for a small business. Um, it, it's funny, I was talking with a, a, a potential client yesterday that they are a software company. They uh, built out uh, API for Shopify and they were building out an app to um, help with shipping rates. Uh, it's kind of like a, a shipper HQ model and they help with small to large businesses and save money on shipping. They charge $100 a month for their service. It's not a lot of margin in there for what they do. They're, they're passing information back and forth and tracking information back and forth 
from uh, the shipper to um, Shopify. And Shopify wants 25% of uh, that app. D that doesn't make it very cost wow. effective for the, the uh, business that's trying to build the app unless they bump it up to make, you know, charge $150. So they're going to have to start charging more to their clients just to be able to uh, be profitable uh, working with Shopify. And so there's some negatives that I, I see with that platform on the app store market. You, you have these guys that they're, they're coming in, they're competing and, and all of them are, are priced about the same because Shopify has a really big control on, on what goes on. And so you're not seeing a lot of uh, competition when it comes to pricing. Um, so it, it, it doesn't, to me, it's, it, you pick one, it's, it's very similar to, to any other one. So I don't see a, a big downside to picking one app versus another on the Shopify platform. So with other technologies like Magento, you have, you have more extensions on the Magento platform than any other platform out there. And they're all one-time purchases. So that makes it more convenient for somebody that wants a, a faster return on investment. They spend $200 on an, on an extension that we integrate for a hundred bucks. And instead of being on Shopify where they're spending $150 a month for that app. So you can look at that, that return on investment and, you know, it's, it's really hard to decide what platform you want to use when uh, you're right out of the gate and you don't know what you need. But we do a lot of, we work with a lot of clients and do migrations and they're migrating from say a Shopify to a big commerce or Shopify to a Magento. Um, we occasionally do have some people that are Magento to Shopify or Magento to big commerce. Um, and we see that just based off of Shopify the average um, website with Shopify does has six apps. That's a lot of uh, apps connected to the website. Yes. So we uh, we see the same pattern where when, when we're moving brands um, off of uh, Shopify in particular, that just the glut of having all these apps installed, they're almost getting. I, I hate to use the term nickel and dimed, but like they're uh, the bill says you're going to pay this amount per month and then oh no 16 apps installed later you're actually paying a lot more than, than you would expect to get functionality that on Magento or on Engine or another platform would be built into the platform or custom integrated. Yeah we had a client uh, last year that we migrated from Shopify they were spending about $3,000 a month um, between all of the um, services with Shopify minus their credit card processing services that was just the software service piece and um, they were able to, to move over to Magento and spend about $300 a month. <laughs> that is fantastic. Okay, speaking of, of you guys working with clients, the, uh, one of the core questions on every episode of Content Plus Commerce is, tell me your best, like our agency got to be the hero story. So brag on your team, on something you guys have done for a client, that kind of thing. Um, we built out an ex insurance extension for a client that they were able to uh, um, move over a lot of the, I think they had over 10 employees that they moved from taking insurance claims to moving to just a customer service. And so they saved uh, all of that salary on insurance and warranty claims. Um, we were able to save them over $5 million a year 
just on on that building out a custom extension on their uh, Magento. Wow, website. that that is some concrete results right there. Like that, uh, we we haven't had anybody like be able to nail down a hey, we saved X amount or made it made X amount for the company. So that's awesome to hear, kind of concrete. Uh, results coming from like sweat effort and time that you guys are putting in uh, making your clients happy. Yeah, it was nice because they spent $60,000 uh, to build out an extension with us that brought in $5 million a year in <laughs> revenue to them, right? They were like, it's pocket change. We we would do that in the blink of an eye again. And so we, we maintain that uh, every month with them and keep things going for them. And for them, they're super happy on, on that. Uh, they were with a Indian agency and um, they were breach and they came to us uh, originally and, and we rebuilt their site and fixed a lot of the, a lot of the bugs that they had. And they were able to, uh, we sped the site up from, I think it was three and a half seconds. We've got them down to a one and a half seconds. And so that site speed, makes a huge difference to have, I think it's 80,000 um, visitors uh, a month to their site. So it's, it's a significant. Yeah. That's some, that's some massive time savings. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about that. Actually, I think site speed is something that uh, is on the forefront of a lot of people's minds when they're building. Um, I know that we have a relationship with with a company that uh, they're on Shopify and they weren't happy with their site speed, so now they're using Akamai like as a CDN layer in front of their site, and I think they're paying more for Akamai than they are for their entire ecom stack. So I'll. I will let you talk some on maybe tactics or ways that you guys look at, at increasing, like making site speed better. Yeah. It was, so we, let's just take Shopify for example, right? There's a lot of uh, themes on there. They're built out. And uh, we found that some of those themes are very bloated with additional features and functionality and you make it very simple and easy to use for the client to change. But we, we don't see clients changing their colors and their uh, theme a lot and so that additional code gets loaded on the site speed when you're trying to load the uh, the site um, so it slows things down so we like to uh, take the uh, approach of uh, looking at is there any wasted code in the theme anything that uh, can be loaded uh, in the footer uh, Google tracking anything that uh, can load later so it'll speed the site up and there's a lot of different little tweaks that you can do to a site to save on speed and loading optimization times. Uh, we do a lot of um, custom themes. And the reason we do custom themes is just for, for site speed, particularly on um, Shopify and uh, BigCommerce. Um, it, they're, BigCommerce and uh, Shopify both have a software as a service, so you have no control over the hosting. And so whatever you can do code-wise to speed it up is going to help that site perform better. Yeah, it's almost like uh, like there's the saying death by a thousand cuts. It's speed by a thousand improvements. There's never like one massive lever to pull. It's always a lot of little small incremental improvements that all of a sudden you look up and whoa, my site speed is loading fantastically now. Yep, exactly. And that's the way we look at it is just trying to find all the little different tweaks that you can do, optimize images and anything else. All right, we're coming to the close. Last question for today's episode. What is something in the e-commerce space that you guys think uh, in the next year to two years that might catch people by surprise? Um, that's a good question. I, I've thought about that and I, I really um, am not sure. 
how to respond to that. I, I know that uh, e-commerce is just going to continue to grow. Um, we see that the B2B space is, is continuing to, to grow. To a, uh, we, we get a lot of uh, new clients every year that want to do more um, business to business sales. And that's a space that we see that's going to continue to grow uh, exponentially over the next 10 to 20 years. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll agree with it. I think it's ripe for innovation too. I think right now you see a lot of brands running two sites, one for a B2C site, one for a B2B. And sometimes that B2B site gets neglected from a like shopper experience level. But it's almost like that, that B2B site deserves the same awesome shopping experience. And it's overlooked often. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, one thing is, is everybody tries to, Shopify is trying to compete with Amazon. And I think Amazon's amazing. And, and there's no question that uh, you have to try to keep up with the, the trends. But I think if we continue to uh, improve and make things simpler uh, on these platforms, your your platform, there's there's a lot of different things that we can do to improve and, and uh, try to innovate with Amazon. Yeah, completely agreed. Thank you so much for uh, coming and recording this episode with me today, Brandon. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Appreciate the time. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe. Also, if you'd like to talk to Engine about our agency partner program, then visit enginecommerce.com slash agency.